0: Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash, Rico Hello, everybody. This is Gabrielle Catherine coming to you. Poolside, and I've got that delicious beefcake, Steve Olivas running around and <laughs> cut-off jean shorts. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll get my nails done in a nice massage, so I'll hire some help. Maybe James Breakwell. I don't know what more he's good for, but for the rest of you 99 presenters, maybe you can watch the two of them on Wrong and Wronger, and you'll see that ooh tall drink of man, and you'll see Breakwell. And you'll have them both in Living technica. And James, with all of the weird green colors you've got with your green screen and your green face, how are you doing tonight, man?
1: I am deeply disturbed. I think you just go for whatever will unsettle me the most. Like, what is going on in James's nightmares? Let's see if I can recreate that on the screen. And you do it every time. It's uncanny, which is oddly appropriate for our debate today. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, you have reached the podcast with a, and believe me, Brinkwell's one of the more disturbed people that you know, all the disturbing <laughs> that he gets done. But the podcast where we argue about things that don't matter to nobody and the numbers reflect all of that. But James, what are we going to argue tonight?
1: We are going to argue which is better for a date night, a horror movie or a funny movie?
0: Horror, Wow. Have you ever taken your wife to a movie or do you just play Call of Duty for several hours, drink you know a bunch what? of booze and then pass out next so to each other on the couch? So,
1: last night, she insisted that we wake up my friends and play Xbox with them online because she is an amazing woman and everybody else is jealous. She actually <laughs> enjoys our Xbox nights together, but we do have one movie night every week. It's Saturday night. We get drunk and we usually pick movies from the 80s. Do we oh, pick horror? Right. Mo- do we pick horror movies? Do we pick comedies? I don't know. I will let the Guam quarter of fate retroactively decide what we watch.
0: We have the Guam quarter of Fate here, and I forgot that you had told me you've got like a number of uh, ostensibly bucket list movies that you and she have amassed, and you're trying to work your way through them. I forgot you had Movie Night one week at a time. Yes, we do. You you are going to be out of your depth here.
1: But before we flip that coin, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We have a couple other housekeeping things to go through. First of all, did
0: you see those results from last week? Uh... I, I don't know how to make heads nor tails of it now that you have completely vexed all of our voters what? and uh, driven them to some other means of entertainment on YouTube. Uh, the, wrong and wronger clearly is it, we jumped the shark when you started changing the voting. <laughs> yes, it went
1: back to exactly what it was before. I'm sure people could not figure that out. But those who were smart, it's like a screening tool. Those who were smart enough to, to uh, figure it out voted for me by commanding margin. It probably didn't help that you just flat out agreement with me that whatever you were arguing for was going to kill them so it's like okay
0: <laughs> i guess it was diet soft
1: it was so a rare a me. rare moment of consensus on this podcast so <sighs> so speak you so following up on that since uh, since i do have the commanding victory and since you're so delighted about that in a good mood because of it why don't you compliment me first today well i want well first of all
0: <laughs> just to Let the people know, it was brought to my attention that we, prior to this past week when you cheated, we were 18 to 18. So it's still running roughly 500 that both you and I win. Despite, I don't know, you got like 700 times the number of followers that I do on all the social media platforms. So the fact that I've pulled 50% out of the hat says a lot about probably not only the loyalty of my good people, but also my uh, debate skills against you. (laughs) Well,
1: that was a fine compliment to yourself. Do you have one for me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do.
0: <laughs> I'm going to compliment you on being alive wow that uh, i read your newsletter this week it took me a while i actually hired a team of people to just read different chunks like congress does with the tax law and then <laughs> they can all kind of brief the congressman when he or she goes up there and explains it to the people but uh, the fact that you almost died this past week said i would be talking into a vacuum right now if you wouldn't <laughs> have pulled through and lived through that death-defying experience with your daughter
1: we both know that I would come back and haunt you for all time. <laughs> the podcast with a ghost. And I would have so much time to think of insults. It would be, it would be amazing. That, that is currently my afterlife plan. We'll see if I get a chance to kill that. Because my alternate plan is to just live for forever. So we'll see which one plays out first.
0: Well, you wouldn't be any more pale as a ghost. So I'd probably still recognize you.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I I like to keep my skin c- pretty much completely out of the sun. There's some banging going on upstairs. It's
0: porcelain fresh, yes. Yeah,
1: I think we got a haunting of our own upstairs. It's called children. It's the worst infet- infestation oh, of all. Oh, he, I hear some. An old priest and a young priest can't get rid of them. That's how that goes. <laughs> all right. The power of Christ compels you. Guys, go to bed. That's your parenting? Well, I'm on camera right now, so I have to pretend to be nice. I don't want to pause the video, but I think I'm going to have to stand up here for a second. I'll be right back.
0: While James is away, we can talk about him behind his back. And there's so many things to say. But I do want to say, if you don't receive his newsletter, send him your email address. Because it's a delight every Monday to take... I don't know, six or eight hours out of your morning to read through what happened to him during the week before. And this week, if he's too modest to tell you, his car broke down at a dangerous point on the Indian... Uh, he does. Uh, he says that he's in Indianapolis. On the Indianapolis Freeway, I almost disclosed too much information there. And he was almost struck by roughly every car that's ever been built and or sold yes. in the great state of Indiana. And now he's back, and so we have to stop talking about it. <coughs> his pale visage has swam back into focus in front of his camera.
1: You actually drove down through that stretch of road the next day, or, the, or two days later, <laughs> and you complained yeah. about it. I was broken down in that. You went by the very spot I was I was disabled. So I want to compliment you on, uh, on navigating through uh, Indiana's destroyed roadways without just giving up on life and hiring a hot air balloon or a plane or a jet pack or whatever it is the rich and famous do these days <laughs> now that you're not a, a commoner like the rest of us. But yeah, every road in Indianapolis is under construction at once they thought that was a brilliant idea you know right at the peak of summer travel season so uh i would like to compliment you on uh being so kind as to come graciously enjoy our road construction
0: we were we were very happy to have you dude i rarely start sentences with you with the word dude but i don't know who the governor of indiana is but he needs to get taken out back and beaten a little bit (laughs) Because on Sunday afternoon, when everyone's trying to get home, not only is 65 closed and bottleneck, but 465, there's no escape. No, there from is this not. Nightmare. And we were actually routed through your town, which was amazing. I came, I came irritatingly close to your house boom, on a yes, Sunday Yes, it,
1: it was quite the quite the detour. But yes, you uh, you were in my neck of the woods. <laughs> we did not link up. You said, "Hey, I'm shooting by your house." And then they diverted you off the interstate, and you're like, I'm literally by your house. And then you just kept on going, and it was for the best. It's,
0: if, you know it's, the funny thing about that story, James? So I'm in the passenger seat, my wife is driving, and I'm like, oh my God, we're going to go near Breakwell's house. So I texted you, hey... We're uh, getting off the freeway. I forgot what I texted you, like freeway sucks or something. Mm -hmm. And you texted back like that. Yeah, it sure does that, damn people. (laughs) And then I said, hey, we're going to be right next to your house. And there was nothing from you (laughs) for many, many minutes. (laughs) I as soon as we cleared your town, you're like, oh, hey, you want to come over? Like, all right, I see what's happening <laughs> I, here.
1: I had to allow a safe interval to pass. You weren't like, hey, I'm going to stop by. You're like, I believe you used the phrase breakneck speed as you referred to how fast you were going to pass by my part of Indianapolis. So, so I knew what was
0: up. We were literally one block from your house and I said to my wife, You wanna see where Brakewell lives? And she's like, No, we gotta get home. So we had to get that home. That was a good choice. Your wife has good taste. Don't don't come to my house all right well we have exchanged compliments the other piece of housekeeping that i wanted to mention is someone gave us a thumbs down last week god i just i don't understand what evil lies in the hearts of men james
1: how do we ever get thumbs up that's what i want to know i I have the (laughs) opposite question of you who are these people who enjoy us speaking i i don't get it i mean it's you maybe your mom and that's two of of them is always me yeah every week yes I never, you don't give us a thumbs up? Never. I have never once voted for us because I have integrity. I want to let the system work <laughs> on its own.
0: Well, the system has stupid people in it that gives us thumbs down. I don't like people.
1: Well, that is abundantly clear. And you know what? The voters are aware of that, which is why you're going to lose again this week. Why don't you flip that quarter? <laughs>
0: no, we got almost 10 minutes down. All right. What are the two sides <laughs> represent for you, James All
1: right. Heads, I'm arguing funny movies. Tails,
0: I'm arguing scary movies. Funny and scary movies on date night? It is Guam. We have tales. You are a scary movie aficionado.
1: Well, this is a no brainer because if you are on a date, you want a scary movie, so you cuddle close together. You want something that makes you afraid of the dark, so your wife isn't going to fall asleep. She's going to be up and terrified, and then she's going to be too, too afraid. She's going to actually have to go upstairs and go to sleep. She's like, why don't you go upstairs Let's just cuddle some more? That's, that's the <laughs> ideal, the ideal process of the date night. A, wow. com- a comedy, she's going to be laughing, she's going to be distracted, she's going to be thinking about everybody in the world but you. She's going to be thinking about the people on screen, and it just, it, it's a lost cause. She's going, to be in a, she's going to be in a good mood, and then she's not going to want anything to do with you because you're just going to bring her back down. She's going to be depressed. She's going to look over and be like, you know, your wife's going to be like, oh, I'm still married to Steve. Or my wife's going to be like, oh, I'm – so, you know, it just it's a letdown no matter what. No, no wife is ever going to watch a comedy, then look over and be happy she's married to somebody who's not a, not on the screen right now. And plus – like horror movies just make you feel so much smarter. And comedies, oh my God. comedies you're like, man, I could have never come up with a witty combat comment like that. I couldn't have I couldn't have pulled this off without a team of writers. Horror movies, I think we all agree that we could do better than every single person in a horror movie. It's like, "Oh my gosh, you're going to go through there. Let's split up. Let's go in here alone. Let's open the door in the middle of the night for the person with the weird bag over their head with eyes cut in it." No! Don't do any of those things. Literally anything you're doing, don't do that. Like you have to be a special kind of stupid to even be in horror movie situations. And when I am drinking and on a date night, I want to feel good about myself and my place in life. I don't want to watch people who are more successful than me. I don't want to watch people who are more attractive than me. I want to watch people who are dumber than me suffering awful consequences for their stupidity. And that's what horror movies are. It is karma. And I just look at it, and at the end of that movie, I think no matter how bad my life is, at least I didn't get cut up by a chainsaw tonight. I am so much smarter than that dude. I'm doing so much better than that guy. That is the a perfect date night. What do you have against
0: that, Steve? James, I don't know if you're anything like me, but when I watch comedies, I don't think boy, I couldn't do that with a team of writers. I get angry because of lazy dialogue and bad (laughs) jokes. I always think I could write ten times better than that if only given the opportunity, which is why I hooked up with James Breakwell and my (laughs) career went right down the toilet. But James, if your wife is anything like mine, she goes to a movie not to be put into another (laughs) horrifying situation, but to be put into a good mood. And there's nothing that puts a woman in a good mood better than laughter. It gets the endorphins flowing. Everything seems nice. Women love a sense of humor. That's what they put at number one most attractive feature in men, which makes me like George Clooney and you like <laughs> Quasimodo. So that's just going to remind her of what a wonderful person I am, and she's going to be in a good mood, and when she wants to snuggle upstairs, she'll do it with a whoopee cushion and a rubber chicken, and I'm fine with that, because that <laughs> I did certain proclivities that I can't talk oh, about the air. But, <laughs> that's really because of the time limitations all I'm gonna say other than what do you have against fun frivolity a good snuggle and a good mood man
1: okay so clearly the activities of date night are about what you lack in a relationship so what you lack what? in your relationship is humor. So you can't make your wife laugh. So you have to take take her to a movie to do that for her. I make my wife laugh on my own. So I don't need to watch a comedy with her. But you know what I don't do? I don't scare her. So if we want some horror in our life, we have to watch a scary movie. Now, you scare your wife all, all the time. Every morning, she wakes up and rolls over and sees your face. I mean, that's that's like worse than the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, that's going to haunt her nightmares for forever. My wife more grief than fear, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, my wife, she feels safe and secure in the house with me, everything's fine. So we have to watch the horror movie to get that the excitement and the adrenaline pumping of the from the scary stuff that we don't get, but the comedy, I got that covered. It's okay. And the fact that you know the, the closest you've come to a to a laugh from your wife is a dramatic eye roll. Like I sympathize. I know why you you need why you need to use these comedies as marital aids to fill in her emotionally.
0: It's okay. Your secret is safe with me. Well, wrong and wronger will never be a marital aid If (laughs) humor is the criteria So let us roll the dice And put these people, these fine listeners Both of them, out of their misery
1: Yes, very much so I'm not sure if this podcast qualifies as a horror Rosé comedy, we'll see By the end of it here If you want to vote for James And horror movies on date night Vote for 40 If you want to vote for Steve And his sad marriage and comedies (laughs) on date night vote for six and if you want to throw your vote away vote for 26.
0: All right. Well, if you want to even the scales of justice and pull Olivas back in line with Breakwell at 19 wins apiece, six is the only number you need to know. How much more basic and simple could it be than a single digit Breakwell did me a favor <laughs> on this one? If you want to convolute your life, vote 40 or 26 or t- 46 or 20. I don't even know what at all. Is. Just remember the number six. And so we draw to another close, another episode that you can put in the back of your mind and think, I'm sorry I actually sat through that whole thing. But until next week, where we're going to force you through it again, this is Dr. Steve, Steve Olivas, for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell, saying thanks for listening, thanks for watching, we're sorry, and remember, two wrongs can make a right.